Are you looking for entertainment for a fundraiser, outreach, youth night, date night, or for a conference? Does your team need a way to improve team camaraderie, confidence, and communication? Well, look at Wellverse Comedy for a show, performance, or a workshop. Wellverse Comedy is Chicago's clean comedy team, and we're ready to serve you, your audience, or your organization. We've headlined our own shows at the Second City at Gutty's Comedy Club in Indianapolis and started our own TV show called His Line. And we've raised over $5,000 for charity in just the last two years. We are now booking for your back-to-school bash, fundraiser, and even your holiday parties. Contact us today, and let's see how a night of high-energy, clean, original, family-friendly comedy can make your next event memorable for all the right reasons. Connect with us on social media at WellversedCMDY. That's at WellversedCMDY. Or online at WellversedComedy.com. WellversedComedy.com. For booking information, email us improv at WellversedComedy.com. Welcome to the Gifts for Glory podcast, where we celebrate and promote men and women using their gifts for God's glory. Know someone who is making an impact for God's kingdom using their gifts, talents, and passions? We'd love to meet them. Send us an email at podcast at giftsforglory.com. That's podcast at gifts, the number four, glory.com. And now here is our host, Dave Ebert. Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to the latest edition of Gifts for Glory. We're so glad you're joining us. Whether you're joining us live uh, on uh, Facebook or YouTube, or maybe you're joining us on uh, the Creative Motion Network or listening in on the Taken TV podcast network, we're so glad that you're with us and also glad to our uh, audience uh, who are listening to the audio podcast on your uh, podcasting platform. Uh, If you're listening on a podcast, uh, please leave us a a review and let people know that uh, you're enjoying the show. But if you're not really enjoying it, uh, I do appreciate you being here. But remember, if you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. Uh, We're really excited to have you here and excited to talk about uh, the upcoming season of Vindication. No spoilers are going to happen in this interview. You're just going to have to stay tuned. Keep watching the uh, Vindy Nation uh, um, group on Facebook. And uh, because I think Jared will drive from Texas to Chicago to throttle me if we did any spoilers tonight. We want you to uh, be ready for season three uh, coming up. uh, And we don't even know the release date yet. So just uh, check out uh, Vindication on uh, uh, social media. Look for the updates on their Facebook page. And join us in Vindy Nation. It's our um, our uh, fan page, our fan group, where we can actually uh, – um, uh, sorry, my cat's uh, wanting to get in on the show, so I apologize. <laughs> live! We're live. Uh, so uh, really excited about Vindication Season 3 coming up. So let's dive in now to our Devotions with Dave segment. Uh, this verse is coming from – the um uh, again my cat sorry uh discombobulated uh, i wish i could do a take two or all of a sudden uh but uh, we're going to read from first uh, corinthians chapter 5 uh verses 12 and 13 it isn't my responsibility to judge outsiders but it certainly is your responsibility to judge those inside the church who are sinning god will judge those on the outside but as the scriptures say you must remove the evil person uh uh, from your present, uh, uh, from around you, and, and the thing is that that we often think of is, you know, Matthew talks about judge not, and we 
kind of blanket use that as a way to, well, I can't call out my brother or sister who's in sin because then I'm judging him. But here, Paul is telling us that it's our job. It's our job to rescue them from, from falling into sin. It's our job to help them. And if they're refusing to uh, be helped, if they're refusing to see uh, the the error in their ways, if they're re- refusing to see the sin in their lives, then you got to remove the, the evil person from uh, from your midst. And a, a great example, just to think about, you know, since we're talking about vindication, season two, Joe Anderson, you know, he fell into sin, but instead of shunning him and leaving him, uh, you saw how how uh, Detective Travis, or actually Sergeant Travis, excuse me, reached out and, and really ministered to him and, and brought him back from that brink. And that's what we got to do. We, we judge the sin, but we also help restore them in love. And, and so... We are called to to judge and to call sin for sin, call evil for evil, but to do so in love, not in, in a pursuit of being right and being a Pharisee and saying, I'm better than somebody else. It's about doing this out of love. And uh, so that was my uh, devotion with Dave Sedman. Sorry about uh, being uh, uh, thrown off a little bit by our cat, but uh, the beauty of live broadcasting. But uh, now let's get on to our guest. Uh, she's a phenomenal actress. She's talented. You've probably seen her all over in different pro- uh, projects, including uh, Fear the Walking Dead, uh, and, as well as Vindication. And if you haven't uh, seen her in, uh, in action, uh, if you haven't seen Vindication, I want to give you just a little bit of taste. Here is our guest, Peggy Shot as uh, Becky Travis, and these are clips from season two, so check them out. Hey. I don't believe we've met. Uh, this is the city manager, Amanda Scott. This is my wife, Becky. Oh, the lucky Mrs. Travis. Well, I need to keep moving. Nice to meet you. First. You are using this verse completely out of context. Secondly, you are conveniently leaving out a bunch of phrases. But if you want to have a biblical debate, let's roll. You've heard stories about your dad's mother, Doris? Some. Well, come to find out, she's in prison now. And guess who bumped into her? Yeah. You could break the ice with a request. Show them in some transparency. Can I prayer request what I have? You could start with our family. Pray for Katie's job. Pray for my prison ministry. Pray for your struggles at the precinct. You could pray for your mom. What? I understand that you'll be getting out soon. And that you need a place to stay. You know, this two-day growth beard camouflage outfit. I kind of like this mountain man look. You know what? Mm. I don't have to leave right now. Or stop right there before you get yourself (laughs) into trouble. (laughs) Well, our old rule was nobody in the bedroom with the doors shut. But you're an adult. So please make wise choices. Doris? Becky? Becky Howard? 
Becky Travis. So that was uh, uh, some awesome clips of a phenomenal season two of Vindication. So without further ado, let me bring in our guest, uh, Peggy Schott. Peggy, welcome to Gifts for Glory. Hello. Nice to be here. It's awesome to have you. Uh, I, I love uh, Vindication, obviously. Uh, can't say enough about it. And uh, just uh, I love Becky's character. Um, I, I love what you do with it. And I really enjoyed it, there was a like an increased playful nature in season two for you. Yeah, I really, but I, I just really enjoyed it. So, from your perspective, uh, tell us a little bit about who you think Becky is and and how uh, you know how you got the role and what you want to do with the role. Well, uh, how I got the role, uh, I was actually at a film festival in Fredericksburg, Texas. Uh, there was a, a short film that was there, and uh, I was actually nominated for best actress for for that role. And they invited me to speak on a panel of actors. And uh, there was another short film that was playing at that same festival and it was called Vindication. It was, it has become the very first episode of the series, but it was originally done as a short film mm -hmm. and it went to, to several film festivals and did very well. And um, so Jared O'Flaherty was in the audience and he saw me on this panel and came up to me afterwards and uh, so we met and he told me that, you know, that they were thinking about turning it into a series and, you know, might I be interested? And and I'm like, well, certainly as an actress, I, I would be interested. Um, but of course, never expecting to hear anything. Um, but it was probably a year and a half later that I, I got a call from Jared and he asked me to audition. Um, and then I found out later that I was the only one he had auditioned for the role because he had he had seen my work, which just really you know makes me feel wonderful. Um, but to come on board, but it means so much to be part of Vindication because, um, well, I started acting in film and television later in life. I, I, earlier on, I did theater, um, but started later in life. And in Austin, there's a lot of independent film mm -hmm. and, uh, definitely nothing in the faith-based department. So this was my first opportunity and being a Christian, it was so wonderful to be on a Christian set and working on, on, you know, a faith-based project. It is, it's honestly, it's changed my whole career and, and how I perceive my career. Cause it's, of course, it's not my career. It's me using my gifts to serve God. And mutual friend, uh, Scott Galbraith says, hi people. Hi Scott. Hi. <laughs> uh, Scott, uh, so a couple of round tables with uh, the cast uh, and uh, have somebody in the uh, the Facebook group commenting, love the show and your character. Uh, the whole you. cast is amazing. Uh, keep doing great work and making an impact for the glory of God. So uh, thank you to the Facebook user. Um, so it, sometimes it's weird when you're in a group and you comment, we only see Facebook user. Uh, so that's why I couldn't say anybody's name. Uh, not that we're in some witness protection program. <laughs> but uh so uh, speaking of our Facebook group, uh, there's the Vindy Nation group where we can just uh, we can connect with some members of the cast and just talk about the show. Uh, we had a lot of uh, activity last year as the, the season two was coming out. We're kind of re reacted to each episode. Uh, so if you're a fan of the show or you want to find out more about it, uh, of course, like uh, the Vindy uh, Vindication series on Facebook and then also uh, join our group and join the conversation. 
Uh, but speaking of that group, um, or now community, as they're called on, on Facebook, uh, Ilana May, our uh, friend from the UK, who's a huge fan of the show, wanted to pose this question. She's uh, eight hours ahead of us, so uh, oh, wow. she'll just on a replay. Um, but uh, she sent this in and said, how did you go from acting in mainstream media, uh, like we talked, uh, uh, Fear of the Walking Dead, uh, to Christian media? Uh, and she hears that a lot of Christians that act in projects get blacklisted. Uh, have you found that to be true? Have you experienced that? And and talk about your transition. Um, I wouldn't say blacklisted. I think that it's less of people not wanting me, but me being more discerning about the projects that I will even be in. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, there's some things that came up recently and, and you know, and, and things that friends are doing that they want me to be involved in. But, you know, there's I definitely have limitations in, in what I'll do. Yeah. Uh, and Scott uh, says he thinks he knows who's in the body bag. And I think Ooh. it's whoever reveals any secrets about season three. <laughs> I joked that it was going to be the uh, Pure Flix exec that decided not to renew for a third season. That's who's going to be in the body bag. Oh, if, if that had <laughs> happened. Yes. Um, but uh, for those uh, that are watching, uh, uh, keep checking the pop ups. We've got the different links. Uh, Facebook uh, pages at Vindication Series, which, as you mentioned, it was initially just a short film. And if you watch that first now episode with uh, Ben Davies, who many know from Courageous, as well as Todd Terry, you can see how it's kind of this complete story arc. But you also understand and you can see, oh, this Detective Travis, he could be somebody we could follow for a long time. And and the the people on the, the film festival circuit they saw that as well. And then, uh, then you met Jared and he cast you and, and the rest has uh, been a lot of fun history. I, I've heard that when people were telling Jared to, to turn it into a series, you know, cause they wanted to follow the character and he thought they meant Ben's character. And he's like, well, you know, that story is finished. And they're like, no, 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 not that character. The detective is the one, the one that we want to see more of. So, and again, I think that Jared has this wonderful ability to really, make his characters human. They mm -hmm. are, they're true to life. And, and it's so refreshing to see Christians on screen because there's so much content out there, um, but so little that shows a huge, huge population, um, which are, are Christians out there. And, and we don't really see ourselves in, in mainstream television. And the thing is, it's not this hallmark plus Jesus formula. It's, yeah, it, it's real. Uh, and the things that we've talked about uh, in the, in the round table with Scott before, and that I've talked about a lot is the fact that, that Jared's not afraid to go there. It, right. he, um, he addressed sexting in uh, I think season, oh, season one, episode two, I think, or might yes. have been yeah. um, then also human trafficking. Um, which because of the work I do with salt and light and women who've survived sex trafficking, that one has been my favorite just because it addresses something and puts a face and a humanity to these women who've been through literal hell on earth. And I just really appreciated that. And it, the, the show is old enough. It's not a spoiler. I wish I was independently wealthy. So I'd do the same thing that, that, uh, that he was doing is go out and just like, Hey, here's, Here's 20 grand. Let me get you out of here and get you a new life started. Yep. Oh yeah. That, I, that is absolutely one of my favorite episodes. And, and I hear that a lot from people. It's so well done. Yeah. I love that episode. Now, 
I know that in many ways it's like picking a, a favorite child, which every parent has a favorite child. They just never admit it. Uh, <laughs> what's been your favorite episode uh, that you've been a part of? Oh, I, I think the ones that are the favorites of mine are the, the times that I have been on set and I'm not in the scene or I'm only mm. a little bit in the scene and I get to watch the other actors and create magic. There was, there was a scene when, when Harvey came to the house um, mm. and he has the gun and, and Becky just comes into the room momentarily and then leaves, but watching Todd and, and now his, I can't remember his name, but Oh my goodness. It was just amazing watching these two work. Um, yeah. And, and I think it came across on screen too, what was going on in that room. Um, there was another episode in season one where, um, where Gary and, and Katie are sitting out on the back patio and it's just, Oh, they, they did yeah. such a wonderful job. Um, so yeah, not, not, a, not any particular episode, but little moments and, uh, the one where where uh, Venus is is chasing somebody down and they're fighting on the hood of the truck and I got to be there and, and see them create that. Um, yeah, so many awesome moments and you know you talk about about Todd he had he had what I would call award winning moments throughout season two. Yes. Um, I, I'm thinking about the uh, um, in the facade episode where he takes off the badge and he talks to her as the oh, dad. Yeah, and it's like. Every little girl and pretty much and every little boy needs to see that scene or or adults, dads need to see that scene and like, OK, this is how I should talk to my kid and mm -hmm. let them know that they have value uh, because I mean, and it's just powerful. And his uh, deliver, you know, the way he delivered the lines uh, to Joe's daughter when he came oh, over to visit about just because we make a mistake, God doesn't abandon us. And, and I, it's so many powerful scenes and. And like with you and, and this arc with, with, with Doris, it keeps you guessing because you, for me at least, I'm still not sure if I trust Doris. And and Laurie, oh my goodness, she plays it so well. <laughs> yeah, Laurie, Laurie Coker has has uh, has been a friend of mine for years. Um, and, and I was so glad that when she booked this this role that she and I get to, we've uh, been in two stage plays together and, and a couple of films. Uh, so it's been great to get to work with her on this too. Yeah, and I'm really excited to see what happens with her in season three. To, because, you know, I have my, my theories and my suspicions, but, you know, Jared's very good at at the uh, the reroute he's very good at uh, the almost the m night Shyamalan twist like you think like yeah okay this is where we're going <laughs> and then suddenly oh he was dead the whole time yeah referencing sixth sense Ooh, and i just oh it's so hard to be quiet but i'm not saying anything <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see and scott says like uh like I said at the round table todd terry is the real deal yes um, absolutely wonderful wonderful actor to get to work with i am i am blessed so we, we're talking about vindication we don't have a, a, a release date from pure flicks yet but it will be right. on pure flicks um the imdb page has 2023 so i'm assuming early spring we're going to start seeing uh the episodes or that could be another twist too like hey merry christmas because you know todd had the announcement for christmas last year so oh maybe, that's right huh <laughs> maybe, maybe pure flicks is like santa's coming early um, but uh, I hope so. <laughs> so, outside uh, of Vindication, uh, what are some other projects that, that you have that people can 
can uh, look for you uh, in? Um, well, there's a few things that I've worked on recently that that aren't out yet. Um, one of them I'm actually not even in, uh, but was very happy to get to work on. Uh, it's called The Long Game, or it might be called um, The Mustang Miracle. Julio Quintana is the is the director. Uh, he did Blue Miracle. I'm not sure if you've seen Blue Miracle on on uh, on Amazon. I think it was on Amazon uh, or Netflix, uh, but with Dennis Quaid, and it was oh, a yeah, story yeah. about about the boys in an orphanage in Mexico. Um, but this is based on a true story about uh, a golf team in 1957 in Texas. Uh, it was that was the year that the state of Texas allowed non-Caucasians to play UIL sports. Oh. And there were four uh, Hispanic young men uh, going to high school in South Texas who were playing, they were caddies at the, at the all-white golf course, but they were not allowed to play on the golf course. Hmm. Um, so they created their own little golf course and they learned how to play golf and they ended up winning the Texas State Championship wow. in 1957. Um, I had worked with some of the producers of this film on a previous film as the extras casting director uh, and they asked me to come on board and do that. So I helped bring in oh, like 230 background extras to help fill in the background and even a, a marching band for a parade and, and things that and we filmed in, uh, in and around uh, Smithville, Texas. So when that comes out, I think that's a very inspirational uh, film and, and I, it's going to be good. Um, and then, that, I, then uh, I, would hmm? you consider that one a faith-based film or is it just a, a good story? I, I think it's just a good story. I wouldn't consider it faith-based, but just, you know, a very good story. And, and Julio Quintana is, is, is good at doing that. If you've seen Blue Miracle, um, yeah, he's in that vein. Um, and then uh, one, one of the new actors on, on Vindication this year who I met was working on another film that I got invited to do. And it's a romantic comedy. It was my first time doing a romantic comedy. So I went to Kentucky to film that. And I just had so much fun. Um, just a really lighthearted, silly character that I got to play. So, um, and we're not sure what the name of it's going to be yet. So right now it's, it's called Prescription for Love, but that's not what it's going to end up being. Um, but yes, a fun romantic comedy. Perfect. And uh, in our show notes, you can find the, uh, the link to your IMDb page where people can follow and see when these productions are coming out. Um, and uh, uh now let's kind of backtrack a little bit and talk about uh, Fear the Walking Dead. How did you get that role? And um, you know, what did you enjoy that role? What, what, what was your experience like with that show? Uh, I auditioned for it through my agent. In fact, I had, I had had, I think, probably three different auditions for the show when it was filming in Austin. Um, and I, I was just shocked when my agent sent me, sent me a text telling me that, that I had booked it. Um, my husband has watched The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead for years. And I remember walking in the room and going, oh, what are you watching? That's horrible. But then, you know, got involved with the characters and what was going on. So I was quite familiar with the show. Um, and I had I had a lot of fun because it is a, it's a huge ensemble cast. And a lot of these people have done so, so much work, so many big things. But they were the kindest, most down-to-earth, friendly people to work with. Um, it was a, a wonderful atmosphere to work in. So, and then, and you know, my character's husband uh, buried landmines in the front yard, and when the zombies came through, the zombies were exploding, and it was <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> so, uh, 
So were they, was it like digitally created explosion or were there actual explosions on set? Some, yeah, they, they had actual explosions on set and it really was raining zombie guts or, you know, <laughs> yeah. And some of the, some of the things I'm sure they put in and post too. In fact, in fact, I met a man who was, who did some of the, the after effects on that. And he told me, he says, oh yeah, I helped explode those zombies in your front yard. So nice. Very cool. So um, we'll transition into uh, my favorite segment of every show is where I ask uh, our guest, what uh, what was your faith journey? Uh, did you grow up in a Christian home? How did you find a relationship with the Lord? Uh, as, as deep as you want to go, uh, just share with our audience about your faith journey. Okay. Well, I definitely grew up in a Christian family. Uh, I am from New Orleans and New Orleans is a very big Catholic city and I've got a, a very large Catholic family. Um, so yeah, I was baptized as a baby and, and then when I was what, 12 years old, I confirmed my faith. Um, and I went through Catholic school from first grade through 12th grade. I went to an all girls Catholic high school and I did plays. I did musical theater at the all boys Catholic high school down the street. And that's where I met my husband. Um, and he and I married when, uh, he was 21 and I was 19. So we were very young, um, but moved moved away, and just everywhere we've everywhere we've moved, um, I've always known how important it is to get involved in in our churches. And we've some of our best friends that we've ever met have been through our churches, um, especially in Austin. We were we were at our parish there for a long time, um, teaching religious education, um, being a lector who was a, a reader during the masses, uh, singing in the choir. Uh, we recently have relocated to a small town. And so one of the first things I, you know, my husband and I talked about is like, we have decided that this is going to be our new home. The first thing we need to do is to get involved in the parish here. And so I've started lecturing here at this church, um, gotten involved in the, the blood drive ministry and the Catholic Daughters uh, Ladies Organization. So, um, yeah, it's a it's a good place to to meet people and, and become part of the, the faith family. Yeah. What has been uh, some of the biggest challenges that you've faced in your walk? Was there ever a time where you felt yourself being pulled or did you actually walk away from faith for a time or, or has God kind of protected you from that? Well, you know, faith, faith is definitely a journey. Um, and it's something that, that you need to constantly work on. And I, I won't, I wouldn't say that I ever walked away um, but certainly there are times when when focus gets lost a bit and then you you need to refocus. And um, thankfully, you know, God has ways of of refocusing you, I think, mm -hmm. um, and, and pulling you back. Um, uh, just a story several years ago uh, dealing with acting because, you know, I, I started started late and it was just trying to do everything I could possibly do to, to get my career on track and, and doing what I wanted to do. And I wasn't booking things. And I was, you know, praying and saying, you know, God, why, why am I not booking things? What else do I need to do? And, and he told me quit. And I stopped mm -hmm. listening because that's not what I wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. um, but then I was at Bible study and they were talking about, you know, how we play, pray and, and what we pray for. And knowing that, God knows exactly what we need. So mm -hmm. and we shouldn't tell him, you know, this is what I want. It's not, it's not like, you know, reading off a menu and saying, these are, this is what I want. It's like, you know, the chef knows exactly the perfect thing for you. 
Um, so I, so I said, okay, I will change. And I'll just say, you know, Lord, help me to be open to really hear what you're saying instead of cutting him off. And sure enough, he said, quit obsessing hmm. because I was trying so hard to, to run my own career. And as I said before, it's not my career. It is me using the gifts he's given me to serve him. So, so yeah, I think that that's one of the ways that God just refocused my life and my career. It was almost a Abraham Isaac moment. God said, you know, lay your Isaac, which is your acting on the altar. Yes. And, and when you finally did, that's when he's like, okay, now you trust me enough that I can, I can take you where I want you to go. And then it was very shortly after that, that I got contacted by Jared O'Flaherty about vindication. So yeah, so <laughs> it's like, just wait, just wait. And so, you know, when things are slow, I, I just tell myself right now, I need to be focusing on something else. And when the time is right and the project is right, I have the best manager I could possibly have for my career. So yeah. I just trust that he's, he's guiding it. Absolutely. That's, that's a good word. And that's what I love about testimonies that, that there's always a part of the story that that's going to speak to people. Um, and I just love that because so often we make an idol of the gift and forget about the giver. Yeah. And we're like, no, you gave this to me. I'm going to do my own thing. And guys like, okay, go ahead and you face plant. I'll pick you up. Yep. <laughs> uh, I got another comment popping up. Uh, now this Facebook user who says beautiful Peggy, oh, which you. is either a compliment on your testimony or <laughs> The fact that, uh, as Scott pointed out, uh, you married very young, which is why you look very young to be a grandmother. I have three grandsons now. My my uh, daughter just had a baby. I can see he's seven weeks. Yeah, baby George. Oh, congratulations! Mm -hmm. Thank you. And then the oldest one is going to be three next week. So, so yes, very much enjoying enjoying being a grandparent. So very nice. So uh, as I mentioned before uh, we went on the air, there are uh, two final segments. The last segment is always your wise counsel for anybody that wants to use their gifts for God's glory. So we'll let that continue to, to marinate uh, in the back of your mind. Okay. Uh, but now we're going to do what I call the interrogation. It's seven random questions that otherwise wouldn't fit in the, uh, in the conversation. Uh, they're mostly softballs, but uh, there might be one that uh, might be on the inside corner of the plate. Okay. <laughs> and I can pass if I need to, right? <laughs> if you need to, yeah. So uh, here is the interrogation. So first question, uh, what did you want to be uh, when you grew up? Uh, actually, I found something recently, uh, some a paper from when I was a little girl, and it said I wanted to be a nurse. And I can't believe I thought that because there is no way I, I could handle that. I, I really... I'm in awe of, of what nurses do um, and caring for, for the sick. So, so, but that's what it said. Yeah. So our uh, Facebook user uh, commented again that uh, both, both uh, <laughs> the, the story and the appearance. And uh, it's got uh, agreeing with us uh, that he made the mistake of almost idolizing the gifts instead of uh, the giver. So very cool. Thank you guys for joining us. And uh, the uh, the commenter, Facebook user, go ahead, comment your name so we know who you are so we can hold it against you in future conversations. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, question number two. Uh, what's your favorite comfort food? Oh, cream spinach. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, there was there was a family recipe growing up that I absolutely loved. But I my son-in-law makes some cream spinach that is just so good that I could just eat the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, but when I'm on set, there's one little cheat that I do. And I allow myself one each day that I'm on set. And that is a little bag of Cheetos. Okay. Yeah. It's not not terrible. It's yeah. not like a, a full chocolate cake or something. no, no. But I but I get excited, and I remember one day on vindication they didn't have any, oh. and uh, and I had let the the person who was in charge of the snacks, and I was like, oh, do you have any Cheetos? She goes, no. I'm like, ah. Oh. And the next day there was a big bag of Cheetos. There you go. And they were in your trailer, you know. <laughs> no trailers for vindication. <laughs> Uh, question number three, uh, with whom do you most identify in scripture? I would say the Blessed Mother, Mary. Mm -hmm. um, as becoming a mother just, I think, makes one realize even more so what she went through and, and, and the, yeah. Um, and, and then I also, being Catholic, uh, I find that praying the rosary is something that is it's very calming and soothing. I find peace in that, um, especially since the pandemic started. Uh, mm -hmm. I've, I've gotten more into into praying the rosary and and you know connecting with the Blessed Mother. Awesome. Question number four: What's a talent that you have that few people know about? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> I, I used to sing. I don't. I don't really sing anymore. Uh, I was used to sing in musical theater. Um, other than that, I don't know. Um, I, I, well, actually, I, I will call it a talent. Um, uh, volunteering. I, I think it's a, a gift that God has given me. Is not only the, the time to do it, but um, the desire to to help out as much as I can as as a volunteer and and serve others. And I, I think that's a gift. And now we know what uh, Jared has to include in season four is that Becky Travis has to be in a musical at church. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Question number five. Uh, how do you recharge? I float on the river. Mm -hmm. um, our, our new house that we have relocated to uh, in the backyard is the Guadalupe River. And I love to go down there and float or, you know, one of my favorite songs is I'm going down to the river to pray. And I, I definitely do that. I'll just go sit down by the water and it's the perfect place for prayer. Nice. Question number six, what audition did you blow, but you still got the part? That is okay. So when I was doing this, uh, the extras casting on the film that I did recently, the, the casting director that this happened with was there. And I told him this story and he, he cracked up. Um, I had been involved in a 48 hour film. And if anybody has done a 48 hour film, they know how absolutely crazy it is. And it was Saturday at like four o'clock in the afternoon. I had a commercial audition and I was auditioning to be the lady who's working in the bakery at the grocery store, because this is a commercial for the bakery mm -hmm. at the grocery store. Um, and, and, then he asked me, so I did my little audition and I was, you know, just exhausted because I've been doing this 48 hour thing. And he says, well, can, can you help this other lady who's coming to pick up the cake from the bakery at the grocery store? I said, sure. And, and he said, just improv something. So she comes up to me and, and, oh, oh no, I was the, I was the woman she's bringing it to at the party. 
So she's bringing the cake and she's, she's, you know, putting it in front of me at the party. And I said, oh, it's beautiful. Did you bake that yourself? And this actress says, yes, I did. And I looked at her and I said, no, you didn't. You just bought it from the bakery at the grocery store. <laughs> and the casting director looked at me and says, you are mean. I'm like, this is a commercial for the bakery at the grocery store. You wouldn't say you baked the cake yourself. And it was, so I was so embarrassed. I'm like, he is never going to call me back in ever again. I booked the commercial. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right. Final question of the interrogation. What's your dream role or project either in front of the camera or behind the camera? Oh, I'm already in it. Vindication. Um, but, uh, but I will say there are two things that, that, um, that are some goals for me right now. Um, one of them is that I would really like to book a role that is being cast by Beverly Holloway because she casts some, some wonderful films. And I've had the audition, the opportunity to audition for her a couple of times. Um, but yeah, that would be a wonderful thing, a wonderful thing for me to, to be able to book something that she is, that she is casting. Um, and then another one is that I, I really would like to work in my hometown of New Orleans. There's a lot of film things going on there. And I would like to book something there, um, not just to work in New Orleans, uh, but because I have so much family there. Um, and it would give me a chance to, to visit and stay longer and, and be with my, my parents, my siblings, or many, many cousins. Um, so that would be a great thing to do. How often do you get to travel back home? Uh, probably twice a year. Um, I, I did just get back yesterday. Uh, my, my aunt, who was 93, lived a long, wonderful life, um, but she passed away. So I, I went for, for uh, the celebration of her life and got to see all of my family and, and some cousins. I, I, some cousins I hadn't seen in decades. Um, mm. So it was so nice to be able to see them. And we're friends on Facebook, which, uh, you know, I like social media for that, for that purpose is, is con keeping connected with, with people who are far away. Yeah. Perfect. Well, you survived the interrogation. Yay! <laughs> um, it is probably new for you, even though you work on a crime drama. Uh, you, Becky Travis has not yet that we know of been interrogated. Ah, yet, but uh, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the final question I ask every uh, every guest uh, for anyone that wants to use their gifts, and that could be their talents, their passions, or even uh, allowing God to redeem their experiences. Uh, how? What would your wise counsel be for them? I would say that always be open because I have found that throughout my life, I'm doing different things. And, and sometimes something will present itself and I'll say, okay, let's try that. Um, and acting was definitely like that. And, and there've been other things. You never know when God is going to open a door and, and don't be afraid to just pray and, and go through it and walk with him and let him guide you. Awesome. All right. Well, Peggy Schott, uh, who brings to life the character of Becky Travis, as well as all your other roles. Uh, we, we're so grateful that you came on and uh, really looking forward to seeing season three. Um, and uh, I know you can't give any spoilers. Are there anything, any tidbits, any teasers that you can share uh, without getting fired? Yes. In fact, yes. Um, uh, I will say um, that there are several new characters that are coming on for the season. 
And if you are following uh, faith-based projects, I mean, there's some familiar faces that you will see that we're really excited to have on board for the upcoming season. Um, and that uh, some of the characters that you know, and as we talked before, that, that Jared is really good about making making his characters really human. And, and, you know, humans have a lot of layers to them and a lot of, a lot of sides. And so I think you might be seeing different sides of some of the characters that you know. Very cool. So season three, uh, release date to be announced. Uh, Pure Flix, if anybody's watching, make it a Christmas present. Uh, or even a thing. So maybe we can binge watch after we get home from shopping on Black Friday. That might be kind Ooh. of fun. <laughs> but, and, and speaking of Black Friday, we'll, that might be a great time to reveal who's in the body bag because it's a black Ooh. bag. Now, I, <laughs> but uh, really looking forward uh, to seeing it and then uh, seeing uh, what's going to happen in season four, five, and six. Um, you know, uh, I think by season six, uh, uh, Gary Travis is going to be ready to run for Senate. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> But uh, Peggy, thanks so much for for coming on and sharing. Uh, really excited about this, uh, the next season. And um, uh, Candace Kirkpatrick, uh, who uh, you will also recognize from uh, uh, from Vindication, as well as uh, she's also in Running the Bases uh, with Todd Terry. Uh, so uh, it's going to be a back to back Vindication uh, weeks, and really excited to see um, what's coming up. But before I let you go, anything else you want uh, to let the um, let the people know? Don't think so, but just, yeah, please hang on. And, and when Vindication comes out, please uh, tell your friends because that's how we get audiences is by word of mouth. It works the best. So tell everyone. And of course, go back and rewatch seasons one and two to, to get ready. And, and that's a great way to tell the people at PureFlix that this is a, a series to invest in because if you keep watching it, they're like, oh, wow, there's people paying attention even to the previous season. Right, right. Uh, yeah, so there's I, things you missed. Go yeah. back and watch it again. <laughs> And there's things that having known me in, now you can see, oh, though, there's an Easter egg that Jared left for us. We just didn't see it before. Uh, that M. Night Shyamalan, like, oh, I got to watch this again. And, oh, there was the clue. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> check it out on Pure Flix. Uh, Candace Kirk Kirkpatrick will be here next week here on Gifts of Glory. Uh, so thank you so much, Peggy. And everyone, thank you for watching. Uh, and uh, those listening on the audio podcast, thank you for joining us. We will talk to you next week. Mm -hmm.